Yo, people, and welcome to another episode of Through a Different Lens. But this time, we got a bonus episode. Um, I'm your co-host, Joe. I'm your co-host, Jacob. And we've got a special guest with us. Yes, we if do. you would like to introduce yourself, young man. Yes, my name is Joshua Fawole. So, happy to be on the podcast. Let's do it. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you for being with us. Of you course, get me? Um, of course. Obviously, I just recently met you, um, and you seem like a proper cool brother. You obviously know Jacob. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So let's get a bit of backstory because I said, you know what, Jacob, <laughs> I'm going to hear it the first time here yeah. as well. You get me? So, yeah. Yeah, backstory. I guess even it's definitely before I came, before yeah. I met you. So I'll just start football wise because that's kind of how we connected as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing in America out of college. Uh, first year pro was over there. Mm-hmm. It was actually when COVID hit. So didn't get that many games in uh, just overall the league like everything just pretty much shut down very fast mm-hmm. and we yeah. all know how lockdown was over here as well so right. it's tough and then i came in 2021 went on a few trials i didn't sign with older shot where i met you until like august of 2022 mm-hmm. and then since then it's just been you know a good a good journey and transition over here into england i've got lots of family so it hadn't been too difficult to stay with them for quite a while um made the transition really good mm-hmm. football wise has definitely been a journey in England. i played for a decent amount of clubs yeah a decent yeah. amount of managers <laughs> <laughs> come across you know many different people but yeah met jacob first year older shot um definitely became a good friend mm-hmm. and then yeah since then maidstone Dulwich hamlet avely just you know a few other clubs yeah and then yeah just been getting a feel of everything I w- what i wanted to ask because i actually don't know what was your journey in America? So mm-hmm. we, we've read up, we've, we've done some research as we like to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we saw you got drafted by DC United yeah. um, in the 2020. Quick one, on the draft, yeah. we, like when we were reading, I saw MLS Super Draft, and obviously mm-hmm. we follow NFL and NBA quite a lot. What What's the reasoning for them calling the soccer one Super Draft compared to... Is it anything, or were they just trying to make a statement? <laughs> I think I think it may have just been trying to make a statement. Okay. I couldn't tell you what the super was for because it then had me going and googling super, super draft. draft. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. going on? I th- um, yeah, I've not even seen if they've changed the name of it or anything, but mm. it might just be the way that they've called it for MLS. Okay. The super draft. Okay. Um, that was the first, I believe, the first year it was like mostly online or so yeah like in our homes because i'm yeah. telling you that's when covid was just right destroying yeah. everything yeah okay yeah so. i think i remember reading up it was like all video conferencing exactly yeah all so, video conference so like that expert sorry um, yeah. that experience that video conference experience like were you with your family etc mm-hmm. like what was, was it like because yeah. you must have probably envisaged a year before or so like the proper draft aspect of yes because i've never seen a soccer draft i've yeah. only mm. obviously seen nfl and nba drafts yeah. so are the soccer ones exactly kind of like the same formats where they're like in a big auditorium or something like that and yeah previously it was like that so like i was saying i believe our year was kind of when things changed um but the way the draft works or the way it like worked in you know the MLS that year was uh the first round were most of the video ones so oh, I was drafted okay. second round, okay. like midway through the second round. Right, right, right. It was right, like 40-something right, yeah, yeah. I was picked. 42? Yeah, 42, yeah. yeah. 42, yeah. exactly. So uh, after like the first round or so, or maybe after the first like, you know, 10 or so, they stopped doing the video. And oh, then it was okay. more so just like following the the 
the ticker online. Oh, so you, okay. you kind of just had to keep refreshing your page, and then the pick would come for the next one. And oh, the next wow. team, your name would just pop up. So you're telling me you found out through a refresh. I found out through. <laughs> <laughs> I found out by by staring at the screen and just seeing, you know, is my name going to come up? Mm-hmm. Because they they put out a list of eligible players to get drafted. Right. So you have to make that list first to know that you're eligible to get drafted. Okay. It's not just like, you know, I played Division One college soccer. I can. I can, you know, be drafted or so. You would know ahead of time yeah. if you're eligible to be drafted. So, so that's why you would just, like, lock in. Do you declare? Just about time, do you so. declare? You see, like, the NBA, the yeah. NFL, you declare. So you don't declare someone you're put into a group or into a pot. Yeah, I believe the coaches of the conference vote the best players for the leagues. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, that's how it works. I didn't declare do anything on my part to say I want to get drafted. Like, I'm glad I got put forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you I could obviously turn that down if you wanted to. Um, the the pick yeah or like turn down being draft like being good if you were just playing um football like or soccer for fun and mm-hmm. they were like shit he's really good blah 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 mm-hmm. and they've just put you in the draft system and you're like okay cool yeah thank you but no thank you yeah i mean i guess rare scenario yeah yeah okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that's that's kind of how it went i was on the nominee list, I would say. Mm. And I just followed along in the second round. I was like, okay, I feel like, you know, this round would work for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, God put me in a good situation. I was drafted about 40 seconds. It was like halfway through. Right, right, right. The experience was great nonetheless. Yeah. There wasn't a video or anything for me, but I remember, like, seeing my name pop up for DC United, and I was real happy. DC is obviously, like, an hour away from me as well. Mm. I could have been anywhere in the country, yeah. but yeah. DC was an hour away from me. So really good experience and knew some of the players on the team. Um, played with one of them when I was much younger. So it was kind of ah, like a full mm. circle type moment. And yeah, it was a, it was a good experience. So, that. so how was that transition from college football to, I know you didn't play in the MLS, but how was mm-hmm. it? How was that transition from college football to the MLS? Just being in that environment, being in that building? Because obviously we see the Premier League and what, it's, what it is and we come from obviously scholar days to from through academy mm-hmm. to getting into the first team. What's it like from college to the MLS? What's the the differences that you saw? The differences I saw were mostly, it's just the quality within the team and the training. Mm-hmm. You know how they say always like the best players in the world just do the simple things correct. Mm-hmm. Like they will, they'll do the simple things every time and just this is really good consistency. Mm-hmm. I think to my, my college program credit, it was quite a professional environment. Okay. You know, we had a good a good setup there, really good team throughout my years. We won the league like three years in a row and oh, okay. we did quite well. You know, everything was good on and off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Great players. Uh, the coaching program actually pushed us to a, a really good, you know, degree. And so just in terms of that aspect, I was kind of used to that organization. Right, right. And then obviously it's, it's college. You're playing with people my age to playing with grown men mm-hmm. and guys that have been doing it at that stage for who knows how long yeah and yeah it's just uh it's it was a, it was a good jump but it's it's like how i play as well like aggressive and stuff yeah, so well, i was well, we know <laughs> <laughs> we know <laughs> for anyone that knows you know yeah, so so that that bit was all right and i've played with adults before so that that's why i was fine um mm-hmm. yeah it was it was good it's obviously still d1 college soccer to the highest level yeah. in america so mm-hmm. yeah Mm. Did you go to college like in your hometown? Because I read up you were born in 
Columbia, Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so did you like play there or obviously I think I keep on going back to the NFL comparison, but like say how the colleges you'll think, okay, this is the best soccer college mm-hmm. in a different state. Did you ever look for those kind of colleges, for instance, or just comfortable staying at home where you grew up? And Yeah, I definitely looked as far as I could in the country. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a preference. I knew I wanted to play D1, but I didn't have a preference of staying home or anything. Ah, so you would have moved anywhere? I would have moved anywhere, oh, truthfully. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, Loyola worked out. Obviously, Baltimore is like 30 minutes or so from Columbia. It's not yep. too far. And... Um, yeah, I would have. I would have honestly went. I I visited different schools mm-hmm. along the East Coast. You know, anything that like showed good interest in me. Yeah. And then obviously you have to work out all the details and like scholarships and you know right. financials. But right, right. Loyola ended up fitting the best for me. Obviously, great again in my backyard. Yeah. I was able to drive, take my car. Yeah. All those kind of benefits, like. Always better being at home, innit? It is. It is, for sure. And it was good for me to do that, you know, my college years. I was able to come home easily for holidays. Yeah. I know some students weren't able to do that all the time. Yeah. Like, having to fly, even having to move, like, apartments or rooms, like, that's trouble. For me, I just put everything in my car and... Head home. Head home. It's real easy that way. Um, But, yeah, I looked looked at a decent amount of places. Um, It's just that Loyola ended up being a good fit. Is there any specific like you know how in the in college basketball there's the Kentuckys, mm-hmm. the Iowa's, there's George Georgetown those sort of, sort of things. Is there any sp- uh, particular like colleges for soccer? Mm-hmm. I don't like saying that <laughs> <laughs> for football um, that are like the number one school to go to, or is it not like that? No, definitely, definitely. So I mean, we have the good conference or like Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could tell you all of them, but. I know Big Ten's a good one for sure. Like the Stanford's good. Maryland is actually a good school where I'm my state, uh, University of Maryland, though, not Loyola. They're actually a good program. Like Duke was a good program. There's there's many other ones. North Carolina, they all had their, their stays at like the top and okay. things like that. And it's mostly, I would say, like the state schools. Right. State schools generally were quite good for D1 college soccer. Generally quite good. Those are the ones where like, a lot of people go to and everyone says like the movies like 60k people like there are schools like that where it's My packed goodness. where it's just packed with people and mm-hmm. maybe you never see the same person twice but did you experience those kind of games like atmospheres i did i did uh let's see i'm trying to think i was <laughs> like me and jacob and dej are of a, mm-hmm. a member we previously spoke like saying that's one thing that I want to go to America for. Like, mm-hmm. I've gone to America, but to experience the college atmosphere, being at whether it's a college basketball game, college yeah. football game, college soccer game, like, because college football, um, we're watching, obviously because of Dion, we're watching mm-hmm. it more. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing, like, capacities of sixty to 100,000, mm-hmm. re- seeing that it can reach further it's than... It's very anything. real. You're like, it's very real for other sports. <laughs> 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 I'll be truthful to you. It's very rough for other sports. For soccer, yes, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And you will get those crowds at big state schools for sure. I think, I know freshman year, we played at Akron. Mm-hmm. Okay, in Iowa. Massive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Massive one. LeBron James. <laughs> we played at, I think that was freshman year or sophomore year, we played there. And then, what's this one school we played up north? You can say Dakota. No, no, no. That's far. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
uh, what's the school's name? I forget, but it was like four or five thousand. Mm, I wanted to say Providence, but it's not Providence. But it was like four or five thousand freshman year. Um, my class was actually a really good class, really mm. good players, and I knew a bunch of them. So we kind of made up our starting eleven. Oh, okay, the freshmen. The freshmen, most oh, okay. of us did, yeah. Uh, so it was like us young kids versus like you know established play- established college players, right? Because right, they were right. a good program, big school. I wish I remember the name. So like the seniors uh, of the yeah, so like okay. the seniors, juniors, and a few of them went MLS after. Remember that. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have the name. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But, yeah. We'll probably pop into yeah. your It'll mind pop into my mind at some point. But yeah, that game was rocking. They were, they, were, <laughs> they were in our goalkeeper's ear. Like, I think he just, I think there were definitely nerves running through him. Mm. Goals that should not have gone in went in. Oh, Did you ever get nervous for those type of games? I think so. I think so, just initially. But mm. then it's just that it comes out of you quick. Once you get going, it's like, like I played this game, like, yeah. I'm there. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for sure. I mean, I was young. I don't think I'd ever played in front of those crowds yet at that point. But at the um, same time, you live for those moments. Yeah, well. you do. Well, I'd like to you think do. people do that. Most definitely. You might, initially, you all, it's natural for you to be nervous in that kind of environment. But because we were speaking about it a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago um, when you were talking on international, because I asked him on international duty yeah. if he ever, not gets fearful, but when you're going into a hostile environment, mm-hmm like what your mindset will be like and stuff like that. And then I was like, just when I used to play back in the day, I used to thrive playing away games more than home games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, give me stick, give me talk. Yeah. As long as it's not <laughs> over the line, banter, I, yeah. be over I, the line, it'll just get worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I know how to channel my aggression through how I'm playing and right. stuff yeah. like that. So I just obviously, with the American sporting atmosphere in general, mm. it's just... Uh, I, yeah. I just love it. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it can be a different energy for sure. I think once I, the thing is with me, I started to realize what made me nervous was just everything leading up to the match. Yeah, always. It's just always like, like obviously all the fans are there, the noise, the people getting riled up, and it's just like, you know, we gotta go. It's just everything <laughs> will lead up to yeah. it, and then it's just even the walking out can be nervous, like nerve wracking. You think, oh, this is like you know, big pitch like conditions mm. fans obviously home or away anything like referee the intensity of the match like you're thinking it's going to be yeah way know, bigger than it way actually bigger is. than it actually yeah, is yeah, and then you start playing and it's like it's another, another game it's always the case so you know even even when i come to england and played in because when i played in america I didn't play in front of like too many big big crowds. Yeah. I think I think Louisville City when I was at Loudon was the biggest. And to be fair, they've got a nice stadium, nice ground, and mm-hmm. very good uh, fan base. But I think once I come here, and we played like, you know, when we went to uh, when I started that match, Chesterfield away. Chesterfield away. Yes. That was a good one. Yes. That was a very very good one. Yeah. Yeah, you and came in probably for the one of the biggest matches of the season. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> yeah. from what like the that injury? was a, that was a funny that week. Was that a was a funny <laughs> week. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was an interesting one. But yeah. we started off well, if you remember. Yeah, we yeah. started off well that match, and yeah, uh, we ended up drawing it, didn't we? Yeah, we ended should've, up drawing. Should have won it. Should have won it. Yeah, should have won it. I remember the. the yeah, don't let's not talk about it. Yep. <laughs> I do too. Did you give away a pen? No, 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 uh, no, 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 Josh. <laughs> I said, let's not talk about it. This brother. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we should have won. We should have. <laughs> don't worry, 
sorry, I'll get that story off camera. <laughs> I'll get that one off camera. Oh, um, for like your sorry, for your college games, obviously because America's so big, was there any distance wise that the travel was crazy? For college. Yeah. We flew only a few times. We flew to Texas to play SMU. Jeez. And they were they were a good program. Yeah. It was tough because like uh the best players on our team were out. Mm-hmm. The starters, like I normally started, my friend Nico started, my friend Brian started, my friend Barry started. They're all my class. And I think we all had like hamstring injuries oh, wow. at the Goodness. same time. Yeah. Out for like six weeks. So we flew down there and we were missing a good amount of starters. Oh, wow. Oh, so there, you guys will still travel with the We team. still traveled that time, I believe. To this day, I'm not too sure why. But <laughs> you know, the manager sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because the only reason why I ask that is like, obviously, those distances, etc. Did you ever feel like, not celebrity to an extent, but like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The experience was good. Yeah. It feels professional to an extent, for and sure. And then when you're, say, playing at home and mm-hmm. on campus, etc., mm-hmm. like, just What's what we feel? see in movies or whatever, the jock atmosphere. <laughs> the like, jock was atmosphere. it kind of like that? Or? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's definitely very real in America. Even for soccer? Or is that what? now? Is that now? Is When you were playing, was it the same? Was it the same in terms of... I know you're not going to be, be as big as a quarterback or the yeah. NBA star, but yeah. you're the main player in the football team. Mm-hmm. How big is that? In comparison to my school, like how was it? My school? Yeah, like in your school, how big was your celebrity? To be fair, we didn't have a football team, oh, which okay. was good because we were also a good soccer team. They got all the glory. They got all the glory. Yeah, I'll be real. It like it, it helped for sure. Mm. The I wouldn't say the celebrity feel, but like people knew on campus that we were a good program and we weren't getting outshined by a football program, for right, example. Right, oh, okay. right, right. Yeah. Lacrosse is really good. Lacrosse oh, is really good to their credit. That, yeah. yeah, lacrosse is a like big American sport, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely were another really good team on campus. And basketball was good on and off seasons, I think. That's <laughs> it, on and off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's and not off. a great program. <laughs> it's tough for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had good friends. Overall, though, yeah, we had no football program outshining us. Oh, wow. And our school wasn't too big, though. It was like 5,000. Oh, okay. So that even made it more, like, intimate in a yeah, sense, yeah. where, like, you know, if we won a massive game, the whole school would probably know about it. Yeah, yeah. okay. And like, I typically saw the same people every day. So I would get a lot of, like, congratulations. Not just me, obviously, the team and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it was good in that aspect. Um, was there any other sports that you really considered over football slash soccer or... To play in college or just in general? In general. No. So growing up in America, you were just straight. I tried basketball in kindergarten. I remember I didn't dribble. <laughs> Sorry, what? I just Sorry. carried the ball. <laughs> like I, I have thought, different, I thought I you have, were going <laughs> to say I was a sport of shoe. <laughs> no. I just, I have a vivid memory of just holding the ball and running. And I guess lay trying to lay up or trying to shoot. That's the only <laughs> memory I have, and I know I went straight to soccer. I did do track in high school, though. Right. Different. So, football, obviously, but. you know, because I know how you play football and you have an aggressive side to you, I'd, yeah. f- I'd have fought running back in the NFL, in like football. Nah, you never man. fought? Nah. 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 My knees my knees would not let me do that. I had Oscar Slot on both knees in middle school. Nah. I was never already, like, attracted to American football. Oh, really? Okay. Fair. I didn't. No, nah, I would never do that. I just, it's just still to this day like NFL doesn't really attract me. See, that's, I don't. I'm not that interested. 
one of the, one of the odd Americans, I guess. That's yeah. not, not attracted to it. Nah, man. What about NBA? Nah. Do you like follow NBA or? He straight, actually likes football. Straight yeah. soccer. Yeah. Um. Since you just like soccer, we're gonna call it football from now yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's <laughs> right, the, the thing. I played my most of my career as a pro has been here. Yeah. I only played one season in America, and yeah. it was disrupted by COVID. Right. So, right. Right. How yeah. was like the transition moving to London? Um, you, you, I believe you said you've got family in London already. Mm-hmm. Had you been to London beforehand or? Plenty of times. Oh, okay. Like five oh. or six times. I'll Second. be real. Like the transition was like. Yeah. <laughs> was I was really thinking easy. there'll be some adjustment for these. Like nah. that. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I think I think the adjustment came when I would just have to be more depend like independent. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously anytime I come, I can stay with someone. And they'll be fine. Yeah. You know, be taken care of and stuff and, you know, do my best. But when I'm coming now for my career and things don't work out, like say I go on trial and I don't sign and say, okay, I got to figure out what to do now, mm-hmm. how to make money. Just come over here as an adult trying to make it by myself, but also with family help. Yeah. There were difficulties there. But, um, you know, in the end, while I was signed to Club Series, it got much better for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Nah, well, also what I wanted to also touch on, as as you know, well, as the crowd are going to know, you have a brand. Yes. Joshua Mohammed, mm-hmm. I've spoken about on the podcast before. I'm actually wearing it right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Great piece. Yeah. You you're, know, it's always on yeah, me, yeah, so. You never stop wearing it. I feel like it. you've worn it on that. It was mostly on our episodes when we weren't doing visual. It was just more on yeah, yeah. I think then maybe one or two visuals mm-hmm. you've probably worn it on. But. Yeah. But it's one of my favorite brands anyway. And obviously... You're here and we wanted to talk about like building brands outside of the game. Yes. Because you're one of the people that I see that is successful in doing that or have a, some form of have some form of success doing that. So just wanted to touch on and speak about your journey in Joshua Muhammad and mm-hmm. the people that you have wearing it. Like we've seen some of the uh, NFL players and the big celebrities in the world wearing right. putting on this brand right now. So yeah, what's your story behind this brand and how's it come to light really? Yeah, so it all started in 2020. Uh, I've been doing some... I've always been interested in sewing, firstly, just mm-hmm. like making garments and doing things, just kind of custom, just freehand and just enjoying, you know, creating, mm-hmm. cutting things up and put, stitching things back together. And my current partner now, Mohammed, that I do the brand with, he's always been into fashion, okay. has a very good fashion sense and understanding of like industry things and has really good like design and capabilities of putting things together. Always well dressed. We met in college. Okay. And nice. always been a well-dressed guy. He had approached me about potentially starting a brand. So that was kind of the spark of, you know, let's put our ideas together, mm-hmm. figure out where we can go. And of course, you've got to develop a brand name, brand mm-hmm. identity, all those things. You don't want to rush. So it took a bit of time, but we came to Joshua Muhammad. Mm-hmm. It's essentially just, you know, my identity, myself as a person yeah. mixed with him okay. and both of our names. And obviously, uh, it's like a... A thing where we can both bring our background and perspectives into this creative channel mm-hmm. so and yeah I'm, I'm christian religious background he's muslim you know those two names together also shows that unity that yeah, we have right. and that's been you know a key value for us within our brand unity and anything that we do mm-hmm. we want to be sure you know is there's that aspect involved the people we work with places we go the things that we do mm-hmm. how we work within each other yeah. always unified and always like collaborating talking and doing things you know in junction with each other so 
yeah, that was uh, 2020. Since then, it's been good. It's been great in terms of, like, success. Yeah. And then there's a lot of things to just to get done. Mm. <laughs> a lot of things to get done that you don't foresee at the moment. Right. Uh, but obviously, the return is, you know, everlasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, um, obviously, you said you started 2020. But you were in the U- well in London for the last couple of years. Then mm-hmm. before going back, mm-hmm. was it hard like working on your brand whilst you're here, and obviously it technically being based in the US or yes? Or, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean exactly. I know what you mean because we formed in America and yeah. we were both staying there at the moment. Yeah. So obviously all of the operations started there. And then, yeah, so I had come to London for football. My partner had, he was in New York at the time, and now he's in Dubai. So it's, it was kind of a thing where we would, we still always call almost every day. Yeah. And work, you know, together over the phone and things like that. But um, there were definitely difficulties of, like, trying to see what we could do in person versus just over, you know, over camera or whatever. But yeah. in the end, you know, we've always ironed things out. We've always gotten things done. Um, work with great people, mm-hmm. get great content, um, you know, yep. put forth our best effort anywhere we can and things have been blossoming. Hmm. No, definitely. As I, as I said before, I see it all the time and I'm a real advocate and I love the brand, to be fair. Yeah, as you know, I'm always that. trying to get something from him. <laughs> <Appreciate it. that. laughs> yeah. um, Don't but, worry, I'll be getting my own. <laughs> <laughs> good, it's mad because I, I didn't even know I was on your mailing list. And oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> Someone try and get that. Jacob said to me about like the drop today and stuff yes. like that. Yes. And I when on when we were coming here, I was like, nah, the drop was earlier than it's because I got the notification. Uh, like, he told me. <laughs> Jacob's like, no, this, this ain't the time yet. And I was like, bro, the email's here. So <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fair. Who is some of like the high profile? Because we see, like, we obviously like NFL. So we see mm-hmm. CD Lamb in it. We've mm-hmm. seen um, Jake Paul in the brand. Yeah, We've yeah. seen one of the Jonas Brothers in the brand. Yeah. Obviously, when you were in, um, we were in, we were in America at the same time. I was in this mm-hmm. national. You were in Miami doing a show. I was trying to make it out there. Mm-hmm. Pulisic bought a few custom pieces when you were doing your work for those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. How, who were like some of the bigger, I've named some, but who were like yeah. some of the... <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I was like, sorry, are you dropped? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a question. Who were some of the bigger names that obviously wear your brand and obviously what kind of outlook do they have on your on your brand anyway? Mm-hmm. Certainly the names that you've put yeah, forth. Sorry about that. It's okay. That's all, all good. Um, no, you can say Zane, the names again. Yeah. yeah Zane, Zane Alec wore, uh, you know, that sweater. Oh, oh yes, yes, was, yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. That was really good and really big for us because he hadn't been on camera in mm. plenty of years, five, six years, and, not, ah. and he was in our sweater mm. on that podcast. So um, that was huge. Yep, Joe Jonas um, had put stuff, had put like a, a good message to us and ended up getting a piece. Mm. So yeah, we had a, a bunch of um, high-profile people that have come through and, and gotten pieces, reached out to us. Um, definitely Jake Paul was huge it was a good summer piece that he got like the canvas work shirt mm-hmm. um, okay. summer was really good for us and yeah a few athletes you said CD Lamb and CD Lamb yeah, top 5 receiver was, in the game right was, now that was a yep. huge one that was definitely a huge one um, and yeah we just did some work now with uh, Chris Richards so yeah. that was a real good Crystal Palace boy yeah. um, one of yeah. our good friends so yeah 
Yeah, no. Oh, did did you know him already? Or yeah, I know him already. Oh. Uh, we actually met at the fashion show in Miami, oh. um, like last summer. Yeah, Pulisic, yeah. Pulisic beat us. Pulisic beat us five nil, and then and went to the fashion show. Oh, yeah. I had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but can you remember like who was your who was like the first big name profile that actually reached out? Um, or yeah, that actually reached out. Uh. Or is it now just, you, you can just reel off the names but can't remember? Yeah, I can kind of just like go through the names. Um, yeah, it's kind of just like that, really. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember the first first huge one. Um, but it's been a steady progression. And then obviously those names I named were really good. What was, early on, what was like that feeling like of when they, like a big name reached out to both you and Mohammed in terms of? the, the fi- Yeah. The feeling was really good. It was like, okay, like, you know, people are tapping in. Yeah. Like, they're really buying into what we're doing. I think Zane was, like, a really, really big one because we weren't, I mean, we're not really ever expecting it because athletes and celebs, like, they can definitely get a lot of pieces from a lot of brands. Yeah. They still just have to like it enough to put it on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when we found out about the Zane one, um... I was actually on the phone, Muhammad, and then uh, we hung up, and he called me again, and it was like, Zane's in our piece, so obviously I'm just like going through, and I see him, it's like, okay, this is like huge, it's definitely huge for us, and then I went through the Caller Daddy podcast, because that's what he wore it on, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, getting like loads of views, millions on it, and it's good to see that your piece is like at the forefront, Yeah, you know? yeah definitely. He's, he's got, he's in it, and you know, obviously likes enough to put it on, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, that was a, a good. So did he did he purchase it on his own back? It was more so like uh, his him and his team. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, well, it's yeah. st- that piece is nice. Like, I yeah. still can't get it because you know he put it on. <laughs> he he put quick. it on and then it sold out. Yeah, so. Definitely went quick. <laughs> so you're not bringing it back. <laughs> the thing is, we brought it back. You know, we actually brought it well, back Jacob and then it was gone the again. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. So what I do is usually I phone Josh, yeah, directly <laughs> and say, "Bro, what's coming out?" <laughs> and he says if I need you if he, he always says ah, if I need, if I can hold something for you I can hold something for you yeah. but if he can't he can't Yeah. and then half the time I'm, I'm asking him because we're obviously on other sides of the world yeah. I'm asking him what size do you wear <laughs> so I need to get to my yeah because yeah. I've got an extra large hoodie but really and truly I'm not extra large Yeah. but the extra yeah. large hoodie fits well mm-hmm. so I'm asking him what size did you wear but then he likes to dress a bit differently to me yeah. so mm-hmm. you get what I mean mm-hmm. but what what's your um aspirations for the brand going forwards and what would you what advice would you give to like someone trying to build a brand outside the game because obviously you've been successful in it where we're currently doing the podcast and mm-hmm. building a brand really um what advice would you give for someone outside the game and your aspirations for the future of the brand yeah the advice i would say is definitely just keep going mm-hmm. because i mean i've heard that in football plenty of times mm-hmm. it's just because there's so many ups and so many downs yeah so many things you don't expect to happen will happen and it's like oh it's just gonna you know, it's just going to, like, make or break me almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't uh, prepared for this. And we've experienced that for sure within the brand. Mm-hmm. It just takes it takes a lot within you to be like, you know, why did I start? Right. Like, why do I want to do it? Why am I still doing it? Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to really dig deep and think, you know, this is this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not fair enough, like, you don't, you don't need to force yourself to do something. Yeah. If right. maybe, like, you want to change or find something else that like you're good at but like if you know you started for this reason and you have no uh, you don't have like a real 
reason to quit. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone's going to experience hardship. It's like, you know, you just got to get through it. So my advice is definitely keep going. It sounds very simple. Obviously, it's just a few words. But yeah, no, if you really, if you're really deep, it's like, it, it means a lot yeah. to mm-hmm. get to push through adversity and and fight through what you can get through and because in the end it's like you know i've, I've done it mm-hmm. you don't need to prove to anyone but like you can feel good within yourself yeah, that yeah, you know i know i can do this i've done it um you, you can do anything you can put your mind to essentially mm-hmm. definitely and uh yeah it's that's the advice i would have to give mm-hmm. that, that, i definitely agree like as basic as keep going can sound mm-hmm. it's like when someone asks about the podcast or like blah 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 and i'm just like consistent as long as mm-hmm. you're consistent that's consistency my is consistency huge is huge i'm like right now i don't care about the outside noise it's just for us mm-hmm. doing like what mm-hmm. we envisaged and what we plan and it's good like to hear you saying it obviously you're what coming up to your fourth year in yep yeah, exactly so, yeah so yeah. yeah no that that is big um was there ever a time like you felt football could get in the way of mm. of the clothing brand or vice versa. Mm. Yeah. I mean, definitely there's times where I'm like, okay, how can I continue to do this full time, but also do this full time. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's just about properly balancing out tasks, mm-hmm. organizing yourself and working hard in both areas. When I first started, I was already a professional footballer. So I, I know, and I knew I have to give 100% to both. Right. I can't right. I can't be half, like one foot in one, one foot in the other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I want to do both? Do I want to do just one? But I told myself, I, I'm going to do both. Yeah. Um, obviously, football is not going to last forever. That's true. Like, our bodies will, will crumble, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 or who knows? Call like, it a day. Yeah, call it a day. Like, um... You're not gonna play football forever. I think of we course. all know that. Of course. So it's definitely good to build this right now with my partner. He's doing an excellent job. Um, you know, doing everything that he can. I'm yeah. doing everything that I can, um, while still playing. So yes, yeah, it's, it's a blessed situation to be able to put my talent forth, you know, yeah. with football still and within the brand and all those things. No, hundred percent agree. Of obviously being playing in professional sports, you have that structure anyway. Yeah. So it's like you put you go it goes hand in hand mm-hmm. so and, and, and we can see that like i can definitely see that anyway because i can see yeah. how hard you work on the football side of things mm-hmm. and on the brand side of things mm-hmm. it's even hard to get in contact with you half the time because <laughs> you're doing yeah. both but no definitely um quick one on we know you don't watch nba yeah but but you do because you're because you're into fashion and you got your own brand i know mm-hmm. you see the walk-ins yes okay so me and joe had this discussion and we wanted to put it to you um do you feel like football should have the same sort of feel in terms of players coming in their own gear, their own personality? So they should do their own walk-ins as well. So football should have their own walk-ins, like Premier League walk-ins. Like everyone's in the mm-hmm. same same clothes, being the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a match day suit or yeah, yeah. match day track suit, yeah, track suit mm-hmm. or actual suits, etc. Mm-hmm. Whereas like NBA league fits got its league own fits, base, yeah, for, for yeah. Instance, um, NFL. You see them guys, they're really ready for the drip. For, mm-hmm. for yeah. mm-hmm. That that is a game day before yeah. the actual it's game day. Exactly, it's become its own like realm. Yeah. yeah. Its own thing. Because we've been meaning to speak about this in general for a couple of weeks, but yeah. we've had it. And then when Jacob told me you're coming, Jacob's like, actually, we'll wait for Josh. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's actually a very good point. Because obviously, 
you can now somewhat see. And because you know football here so well, you, be, you understand how it works both ways. Mm-hmm. So just for argument's sake, yeah. No, I mean, I definitely do. I'm all about like expressing myself and, mm-hmm. and obviously fashion and style. It's a... Uh, it kind of, I don't know, I feel like it depends. Like, I feel like over here, it would cause a lot of controversy. Yeah. Yep. Like, most definitely. I know how I know how football fanatics react in this country yeah, when yeah. there's, like, any type of personality, change, personality yeah. expression. Yeah. I know yeah. how it is. So, the thing is, in America as well, it's, like, kind of just anything becomes a market. Yeah. Anything mm. can oh, become a sure. market. So, obviously, like we just said, that's become its own thing and... The Instagram page has gotten huge, League Fits is huge, a lot, lots of people follow it, and then, you know, lots of players wear really high-quality brands and everything like that, so mm-hmm. I believe in it. I don't mind it too much at all, because it's not, it's not the match yet, you know? It's kind of just like how I express yourself express before myself. the game. Yeah, mm. so yeah, I'm, in, I'm in favor, truthfully, if footballers start to do it. But when you're, when you're playing football here, mm-hmm. do you like the going in like in the training well I say training kit but you lot so match kit yeah Yeah, collectively as a team how did you did you the thing is I know Jacob don't like that (laughs) (laughs) like in a way I don't really mind it because like I I get it it's it's personal expression but also I'm there to play football I was gonna say you know you're there for for work technically yeah the thing is I don't Hmm. think there should be backlash for if a club decided to do that, yeah, right. I don't think there should be any problem with it. I don't. I think when when clubs go away, and you travel, I'm all for the the travel kit, like yeah, yeah, match, yeah, yeah. I understand that match and you know yeah, the like airport on the plane and, and yeah. like away, the away yeah. games, and yeah, stuff yeah. Like, yeah. You see like Man City do it, AC, yeah, yeah. Obviously yeah. They're, they're, they have the, they've got the collab, the big, yes, like, yeah, AC that off white collaboration. Who's Man City with again? D squared, D squared, yeah. Like things like that, I'm like, all right, cool. Like mm-hmm. game set match, but for like, I always, I was always saying to Jacob, just like home matches, for instance, like, bro, you're at home, go comfy, boom. That's the thing. Yeah. Like you're at home, you should be able to do that. Yeah. There shouldn't be. I mean, I'm saying shouldn't, but I'm saying like, if there is a rule change, like I said, I don't think that it should cause a whole scene. Mm. You're at home. Oh, yeah, definitely. You should be able to wear your fit. The thing is, yeah, yeah in America, we were able to do that at home. I could put on, like I remember being at Loudon. We would just wear our, our fits to mm, the match, right? And I'm sure every club does that. Mm-hmm. Away, I think it makes total sense to match with your. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Thing. I agree for away games, but home games, I'd say, come with your own personality. Like, yeah. feel free. Yeah. Like, this is your mm-hmm. club. Everyone yeah, knows. It's your like, club. yeah, exactly. So. Like Barcelona do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Barcelona, one club that come to their home games in their own fits. Yeah. Away games, then they're they're not a tracksuit team though. They have their own like a way tailored, tailored yeah, fit yeah, you get what i mean yeah. so i think football's moving in the direction it's definitely moving into the direction of like what can we do fashion related but also like express ourselves as a club 100 yeah. percent. you see it in italy with ac1 like we said venezia fc who did venezia do uh i think they were kappa or something but i know yeah, they're, a big they're very like fashion they're oriented. very fashion yeah, oriented yeah. club my thing is like as a club, you've got nothing to lose yes. doing it. Like, yeah. very true. And then for the players, even the club, you, some you can actually gain something from it, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. that's publicity, etc. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's where I feel American sports do so well in terms of any opportunity to monetize, they will do it. Literally, here they mm. do it, but like, there's always depending on if it's going to be somewhat of a culture shift yeah. or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's related to that. There'll be a bit of backlash and mm-hmm. double thinking. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's like, even today, obviously, you don't watch NFL, but Philadelphia Eagles have um, trademarked Tush Push. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> well, you can make. So it's one of their plays um, in the NFL that it's just they're the only team that's successful at doing the play mm-hmm. and the league are considering banning like, it. Banning it. Mm. But no way. Because Philadelphia mm-hmm. always get... they trademark, I read that they trademarked it today, like the move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't I didn't read further, but obviously anything that says tush push, I'm guessing... They make money yeah, off it. Yeah, they'll make money ah, off it and stuff yeah, like okay. that. So Because... Yeah, yeah. Like commentators just started calling it tush push, mm. yeah, and then boom. <laughs> no, it's a way, but you know what we spoke about before. American market, I think they market everything better everything. than, oh, than the UK. Yes, everything that's correct. Because we we said we we actually said to ourselves if we were to take our lives and go to America, mm-hmm. we'd probably make more money. Yeah, just due to the way we live our lives here mm-hmm. and take it over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they market everything better than we do. Mm-hmm. So that's like where we fall short in the UK compared to the US, mm-hmm. especially in sports anyway. In sports, yeah, like from college, you're getting. I think we spoke on it earlier. These crowds are like sixty to a hundred k or something mm-hmm. for college, and obviously, like adults are watching this. People yeah. are betting on this. Yeah, it's huge. It's just as big, if not bigger, than NFL sometimes, yeah. NBA sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think they're very much like next to each other. Oh, hand in hand. hand yeah, in hand. because of the donors and the, the donors, the sponsors, all, yeah, all the yeah. money involved. It like, gets crazy. The tournaments, March Madness, yeah, like, yeah. everything gets crazy. Yeah, so, like even Final Four for college. Final football, Four, yeah, because they're expanding mm-hmm. that to twelve next year. Yep. Uh-huh. So um, even even the fact they're on the main like sports channels yeah, yeah. Like they're on ESPN yes. 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 like you yes. could never see a university game on Sky Sports yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you, you get yeah. what yeah. I mean no, <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah like, yeah. The, like the Saturday you know mm-hmm. it's that's college it. football day mm-hmm. when college basketball do you know what I mean like, yeah 100% that's what I'm saying like the programs that you'll see are very much professional environments yeah like yeah. I'm sure there's little like hardship transitioning from a very big college program to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You're used to the cameras, you're used to the crowds, you're used yeah. to the noise. Mm. And now I believe there's like money involved for players. Yeah, able NIL, to make money. NIL, NIL yeah. Deals. yeah, so all that's like in place already. And I mean, I think the money thing is the newest, but other than that, like I'm, I was looking at this when I was young, I'm like, it's the same. Yeah. Like the, the experience looks exactly the same. Yeah. Watching like a really high, high level college basketball game to the NBA. Yeah. Would you say like the experience of college sports kind of prepares like you for life or anyone for life, for instance? So even mm. if you know you're not going to go into, say, soccer, NFL, mm-hmm. NBA, just because like you being an athlete, you've had that somewhat, that adult experience. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that kind of helps people to an extent or can it go the opposite way because you're used to that but say you didn't reach the level that you wanted to etc and stuff like that you mean like as a player or Person. like as someone that's just experienced the atmosphere of a game oh uh, like, no as a as, player as yeah. a player as a player yeah, yeah sorry yeah no that's all good i think so i think it does 
it does give you like that confidence that not many people get to experience mm-hmm. because obviously you're on the team you're playing in front of however many people you've earned that right to play there so it's like you know I'm here to do it yeah. I'll do my best to do it and while you're while you're on these teams growing up freshman sophomore ju- like you're learning so many new things mm-hmm. you're becoming like a way different person than when you first started right so yeah it's all character building development process de- yeah development so you're learning and taking a lot of like life things with you after you're done mm-hmm. i've like i've played on a team i mean i've like my college team not everyone wanted to go pro i was just about yeah. to ask yeah. that so, i was literally yeah. gonna say was there any of your teammates that did yeah it? not everyone wanted to go pro not everyone did go pro and you'll find that at every d1 college program essentially mm-hmm. i'm sure see that's that's the difference that's yeah. the difference between mm-hmm. the uk and the us yeah because you see if you're we're not going to use the university system. If you're in an academy, you're and you're, you're doing it to make it to the first team. That's what you're doing it yes. for. Like you're you're in it now, yeah. because you've been doing it your whole life. You're mm-hmm. now in it to go ahead. You're not you don't even do the education side because you think you're going to be a professional yeah. footballer. Yeah, you get what I mean. That's why the level is so high. On that point, because I was going to come into the education mm-hmm. part, was there like how's not not to sound silly, but how serious did you take education? Like with just because obviously you knew you still wanted to play mm-hmm. football. Do you know what I mean? Ask mm-hmm. him his background of parents. Yeah, but like that's the parents. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But you got to ask him his background of parents because uh, that that's one thing um, that I appreciate about the sporting culture is that you have to get an education there mm-hmm. as well. Like yeah. you have to somewhat pass. Obviously, I don't know the grading system and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But how serious did you take it? Obviously, yeah, yeah your parents, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no choice. So you got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> no choice. But no, I definitely took school very seriously. My dad is an engineer, mom's a nurse. Mm. Um, my sister went through an engineering program in, in high school, which I later on went through, and then my brother went on that through. And yeah, so I started off in college as a mechanical engineer major. Oh, ended up switching to economics and got my degree in economics. So I was always very much school focused at the same time as football. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did make the switch from engineering to economics, I had done it because I had a battle in my schedule. Okay. And the engineering class I needed to take conflicted with training somehow. Oh, okay. <laughs> somehow conflicted with training. So after, after being in this engineering program for like the one in high school for like four years, mm-hmm. I'm in college now. I'm like, okay, like I'll be able to, you know, take what I learned, keep mm-hmm. going. I ended up having to switch to economics, which is fine. Like I also really, I was really into economics, and mm-hmm. obviously ended up getting my degree there. How early did you do that switch? Early. Okay. It was like first semester of freshman year. Yeah. Oh wow! So like, how, how did your parents take it? I think they were fine with it. Okay. They fine. understood. Yeah. <laughs> they were just happy you were in school. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they knew I would never. I would never. Um, they knew I would finish. Yeah. They understood. I always the got. Yeah. I always got good grades and. They know the importance of school. I know the importance. Mm-hmm. I've never really slacked off, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but yeah, I had made that switch early mm-hmm. just so I can be able to continue to do football properly and school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think senior year was tough because my final year economics classes were hard. Mm-hmm. I was in like four of them at the same time. So I had to properly like dig deep, mm-hmm. get it done. Um yeah, ended up getting a degree there and then still playing. So that's nice. big. That's nice. big. That's big. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, I always find that mixture very mm-hmm. interesting. 
Whereas, like, like you were saying, with the academy boys, there's what you they'll you'll have education on a Wednesday yep. for a couple hours. And mm. if you go, you go. If you don't go, yeah. you don't go. Yeah. And it's a coach taking it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's on a laptop. You're doing a B tech and. You know, you're not really doing anything that's going to help you in the future. You get what I mean? You're doing yeah. your level one coaching badges also. That's the one you do. You have to go, you have to go bigger and you have to go literally beyond. Like I went and did an A-level yeah. just because. Oh, I really? might Yeah, I, so I did Yeah, I went and did an A-level just because I needed something to fall back on just yeah. in case. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Because the percentage of footballers making it in academy is very low. Very, <laughs> low, yeah. very low. But like, it's not like our system sets you up for failure, but it doesn't set you up to succeed yeah, if you're not going to be in the percent. Um, and I feel like that is what some clubs are trying to change. Like, change. I've seen As, that. I think I've seen Trent's recent, Trent Alexander-Arnold's recently starting an initiative for to help players in the academy mm-hmm. that don't make it or something mm. along those lines. Crystal Palace have that one yeah. that they've started. But it's too late though, isn't it? Don't you think it's too late? I think in it's terms... a little bit too late. I'm glad it's getting in place. Yeah. But it is a, because it you think be. about the the thousands, millions of players oh, yeah. that have missed out on the opportunity to have an education. Yeah, they'll, they'll also save the millions coming through and the yeah, thousands yeah. coming through. I, I understand but that, but then you've got the ones in the past, like yeah. you could just say your age group. Yeah, in my age yeah. group, everyone that stopped playing has to go back to square one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you get what I mean. So we, if you get released at twenty one, if you get released at eighteen, because mm-hmm. some boys might not want to do coaching at all or stay yeah. in football. Yeah, like some boys just are good at football but not like the actual game or say enjoy watching it for Mm -hmm. instance which i completely get (laughs) but then if they're not gonna somewhat make it what do you fall back on yeah because you haven't learned anything else but football especially as we've moved schools Mm -hmm. when we were 14 to be full-time in football and then we've gone from 16 to 18 full-time in football Mm -hmm. in those four years we've missed out on on an education and then it's like okay cool you're now going to get released at 18. You yeah. have nothing to fall back That's, on. Uh, you miss four key years of life in terms of education. <laughs> and then they're telling you, go into the world and do something. It's true. I, I, that's why I see I see all these stories of like footballers crumbling here mm-hmm. in this country after like not getting a pro. Back in the day, it used mm-hmm. to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it used, it used to, be to be bad. So I'm grateful to grow up in America and, yeah. and mm-hmm. go through the college thing because they really pushed education as well right 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 i know a lot of good players that weren't able to go to certain schools because their gpa just didn't align with what you need to get in Mm -hmm. and um yeah even obviously i went through it my gpa was considered for sure how like how good is my gpa and how am i going to get into school i didn't have a problem because i was like i had a good gpa yeah but i just know i knew it was going to get reviewed i knew you know they considered the academic side and all, all those kinds of things. But they look at that and they definitely value that. Can you just tell us what GPA stands for? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh grade point average. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. That's like... Me, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't. Yeah. I've seen GPA many times. Yeah. Like, bare acronyms, but... So, yeah. it's like, it's a point system to my best knowledge and memory. Like, an A was a four or something. Yeah, B yeah. was a three. Something. And it'll just... Through your classes, they'll average out the numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, okay. So it's not like you can get this GPA in this class, this GPA in this class. It's no, it's together. not like that. Oh, yeah, it's oh, like I, mean. I get an eight, like say seven classes, I have five A's, two B's, A's worth four, B worth three or something. Mm-hmm. Add them up, average it, GPA three point something. Yeah, yeah, GPA. yeah. Like if you have all A's, you have a 4.0 kind oh, of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I've seen a 4.0 GPA. Yeah, 4.0 is real good. 
Now it's just making me think back to like Coach Carter when he told them to <laughs> keep a, no, for, keep a certain it. grade average. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, now yeah. I know what the actual grade is. Exactly. So you have to keep a good average um, to go to better schools. Mm-hmm. Do, is there anything that stops you from playing in terms of if your grade, if your yes. GPA goes too low, you can't play? Yes. If you obviously you didn't have that, though. I didn't have yeah. that. That's <laughs> correct. That's correct. But there is possibilities if your grades are too low, they won't let you on the field. Yeah, if your grades are too low. Um, I believe at my school, if your grades are too low and you were not doing the correct like study hall hours, which mm-hmm. we had that were mandatory, you guys see compulsory, they were mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were mandatory. I think freshman year you had to do like eight hours per week or something Stu- in study hall. Like you had to be there. Until what, Monday to Friday. It was a whole oh, Monday shit. to Friday or Monday to Sunday. Just I think within the week. Oh yeah. I think sometime within the week. Sunday didn't count. I believe. Oh okay. Sometime within the week you had to properly log the hours that you were in there oh shit and i think it was eight minimum my goodness so they basically had you working essentially you have to you have to be in there doing some sort of work but uh yeah if you slack in school i I don't think that you can get on the field wow i don't think so it's study who like a library or like a big library yeah it's like a big library or is in the offices like near their near like the the people that will help you out per team Mm, like the study okay. hall mentors and stuff um but yeah it was uh my school was definitely like an a, a proper education school mm-hmm. okay. a lot of state schools i think you can slip through the cracks yeah because it's so big yeah, yeah and they've got a lot of good sports programs yeah right i right, think right. coaches can finesse players getting in mm. because maybe they're not as tight and whatever and Fair. looking at all these ins and outs but my school being smaller and very, it was highly ranked, highly ranked in terms of um, education and the business school is really good. I wasn't in the business school, but it was really good. I mean, you could have um, gone there if you wanted to, right? You know, I think, I truthfully think as an economics major, yeah. <laughs> I was, but I think it was a, a certain kind of economics that was, and then right. economics itself, like overall, because it was like micro, macro, and I think overall, um, it's kind of kind of blurry, but... I just know our business school is really good. And um, yeah, you basically, you just have to do good in school as well to be on the pitch. Right. You can't just not. How were like your football coaches in regards to you guys' education? Did they make sure, like encourage you guys to stay on top of it, et cetera? Or like, were they somewhat lenient? Mm-hmm. Just, know, just for instance, say yeah. you're a star player, they did mm-hmm. bother questioning like your gpa or whatever and stuff like that no they definitely um they definitely told us go to study hall Mm. that was very vivid for me remembering hearing um to a few of our players in the starting 11 (laughs) that they need to go to study hall and get their hours (laughs) make sure the ones in the starting 11 (laughs) make sure they get their hours and obviously they care that you get them because i'm sure they know if you're not doing well, it you're not going to be able to team. play. Yeah. It'll affect the team. See the man on the bench? He weren't telling them that. Yeah, I don't know. He weren't. T- you yeah. know he was. You know he yeah. wasn't telling them. That. He, he, he said it wasn't my problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He said he was a bit less. But yeah, but the main the main men like yourself, he was telling mm-hmm. go to study. Hall. Yeah, make sure you don't slip there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, so, <laughs> nah, America's America's an interesting place, man. Yeah, the whole thing's interesting, but I loved it. Won't lie to you. Mm. I can college imagine. Was, college was great. What what where do you prefer then, England or the US? I get that question a lot, and it's hard for me to answer directly because London is a city to me. 
Mm. Not to me. Obviously, London is a city, so it's a whole different experience. Right. Obviously, now in fashion, I can do so many things fashion-related in the city, but mm-hmm. I can go, you know, different places, do different things, different events, a whole different cultural experience mm. versus back home in Colombia. Great, great, like, little city. More suburban for sure, though. Family-oriented, right. like, good good uh, public school system, but it's a way different atmosphere and environment than London. So it's like, for me, city versus suburbs. Right, right, right. And uh, but you moved into one of the busiest cities in the world. Exactly. Yeah. So from I, the suburbs. Yes, I experienced ah, both yeah, and yeah, love yeah. both. It's hard for me to pick where I want to stay, or like, you know, what I really prefer. Mm. If it's a city I prefer, London. Like I've been to New York plenty of times. Mm. Obviously, I lived here. It's great. I go home, and I'm not like, ah, oh, I, I need to get back. Yeah. I enjoy home for sure. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy everything about it it's a different vibe like i'm saying then mm-hmm. it's also like older obviously london you meet so many people your age do lots that's lots true. of things your age that's true events Anything. every weekend yeah but because i am this age like i would rather be here yeah. yeah like in my 20s experience in life yeah like you know pushing boundaries doing different things because mm. cities allow you to do that yeah, yeah. that's true different. i think that's yeah. like one of the big um pluses for london in particular because like even living in different cities not outside of london in the uk not to diminish them but like majority of the time people come to london more for work mm. or move back to london for better opportunities Definitely. and stuff like that um i just when when you mentioned new york i've been there a few times i just i call it london on steroids <laughs> <laughs> new york is so interesting yeah oh my goodness because yeah it's, that's it's, the word it's an interesting so place that's the word but yeah, no. Um, what about? Cause obviously, Baltimore's like the mm-hmm. main city in that state, right? In Maryland. In Maryland, or, yes. Because DC's close. Yeah. But yeah. Washington DC is its own entity, state. Like it's not. It's within Maryland. It's like on the border of Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. Okay. But it's not part of any state. Ah. Um. It's like it's kind of a sticky one to understand. It's, so yeah. like with Baltimore, is it obviously Baltimore's a city within Maryland? Yeah, is yeah. it completely different from Colum- like? Oh, from Columbia. Yeah, yes. when you're yes. when you're going, because I've I've only been there briefly once, because an uncle lives there, but that okay. was when I was younger, so I didn't yeah. really t- know, no, compared to what I know now yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, is it like? Yeah, so Baltimore is a hundred percent different than Columbia. You um, can't understand people from Baltimore. You can't. The slang is unbelievable. It's it's an interesting one. Um, am I wrong? In it? I feel like I previously heard that Baltimore slang is kind of similar to London slang. Or am I, I think they're saying the accent. Oh, the accent. The accent yeah. with certain words. No, no. I've well, heard people. You heard, you heard people from Baltimore speak. Now I've heard like the accent for their slang. Like, it's either New York or Baltimore. They say the sl- the accent is similar. Is it New York? It must be. Nah, it's I'm, more. I'd I feel say, like it's Baltimore it's more? that I've heard. Yeah. Baltimore. I've never heard New York in my life. They're both, yeah, With New the York. Accent being similar to yeah, yeah, the only ones that I've heard, Europe like in terms of like the North American, like say cities or states, whatever, is um, Baltimore to an extent and mm. Toronto. Yeah, yeah Toronto, Toronto's Toronto is horrible. <laughs> but they say it's kind of, like, <laughs> similar. It's, to it's us. a mix. Yeah, but it's a mix. They I'm also re- sound like Caribbean sometimes. Yeah, as they well. sound like yeah. everything. It's like four and one. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Oh, it's man. interesting, but yeah, Baltimore is different than Columbia. It's uh, it's only like a twenty minute drive for me, fifteen. Oh, that's cool then. But um, 
Yeah, it's more. It's more like African American for sure. Yeah. Um, oh no, I, I realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm home. <laughs> yes, 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 most definitely. Uh, certain neighborhoods in Baltimore are not as good as others. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But there's very nice spots within the city. Mm. That uh, I've definitely I've been around to. It's not that big of a city as well, though. I don't oh, know if okay. you know. It's actually really small. In comparison to London. Yes, it is very small. Oh, oh okay. Comparison to London, very small comparison to New York too. Mm. Like it's plenty. These cities are plenty times bigger than Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's why, in a sense, like I've outgrown Baltimore. Yeah. Mm. I've obviously lived in Columbia, so I've always been there. Yeah. It's not that big. I've kind of been around the whole thing. I went to school in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It was it's, it's like right outside the city, so it was a really nice area. But um, yeah, I've I've I feel like I've paid my dues. It's a good city, still technically home, but uh, I'd love to experience the world really. Mm. Well, with this brand, mm. I was just yeah. about to with say, the brand, you yeah. you probably can exactly with the brand and um, you know my career currently and all mm-hmm. the things I'm doing, pretty much more so European than where I'm from. Yeah. So. Do you you think, like, going back to football, that you can live anywhere in the world, like, and play football, and then knowing full well it would not affect Joshua Mohammed? Could I do that? Yeah. Uh, It it kind of depends. Sorry, like, most of Joshua Mohammed's been technically you two but being away from each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like you've already had that head start in particular. But just to say a great football opportunity came up mm-hmm. at a country you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, S- Saudi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, you we no, just thrown it out. It is true. So, like, uh, well, I mean, he, you said he's back in Dubai, right? Or, yeah, he's in Dubai. Yeah, okay, okay let's, Dubai. let's not do that. Yeah. Let's do China. China. I don't know. The thing is with me, I'm not money oriented. So I just want to do what's best for myself and best for the brand. So right. it's hard to give a direct answer, but anything i'd have to consider it for sure and weigh out the pros and cons mm. yeah like any decision i guess yeah with like any decision so just do what's best for because it's not just me obviously in the brand like it's yeah. two of us mm-hmm. and we're building something that's going to last a lifetime so mm. yeah on the um topic of fashion because we got back to it yeah um i want your top five I thought you were going to say, I want your top. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want that too. (laughs) I do want that as well, but (laughs) I'll go online and get that. But the, um, I want your, your, like your top five, um, athletes. Well, drippy athletes, let me say. Mm. So your top five fashion athletes. Okay. Let's see. And it can be any US, UK, Mm. European. Because you watch football galore, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, top five, yeah, top five dresses in sport. If I can give you five, I'll give you five. I'm gonna start with the top ones. I think Hector Bellerin is definitely one of them. Okay, mm-hmm. this is yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, very like planet friendly oriented as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a good knowledge of fashion and sustainability, which is good. Moist Keen, I think. I would like to. M- as a footballer, like before he was plenty into this fashion stuff, yeah. Mm. Um, I feel like I don't know, he obviously could have been in it the whole time, but yeah. Yeah. I started following him like back when he was like going on loan to Hayes Verona, like way, oh, way okay, back, okay, okay, way back from Juve. So I like his transition into fashion, expressing himself for mm-hmm. sure. Um, after that, I think those two mainly, I'm just like really, I really like what they've done, 
Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if I can give you anyone else, I just don't want to seem like it's too mainstream. <laughs> no, even if it is. Um, Stefan Dix? He's great. He's great. The thing is to me, obviously, I don't pay attention to that sport. Yeah. So for a while, I wasn't into it. But Stefan Diggs, 100% great fashion style. Mm-hmm. I've been locking into him a bit more, mm-hmm. for sure, and seeing how he's dressed and stuff. So 100%. Um, I can throw in yeah. a few names. Tyra Taylor, if you know Tyra Taylor. I don't. I don't. He's always on fashion week. I don't week. think I've mm. seen. Yeah, Tyra Taylor's got a good. Is it? Yeah, real good. That's why I follow him. Okay. I, I like I like follow some people just for yeah, the fashion fair. sense. Oh, that's okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, CD Lamb. CD Lamb, one hundred percent. Of great, course. Great athlete. Great yeah. athlete. I was thinking mainly, I guess, football wise. Like you said, it could be anyone. Yeah. Football wise. Like, who who in football, fashion wise? I'm trying to think. Oh, Joe Willock. Joe Willock. Yes. I think he's got great fashion sense. I think he's got interesting fashion sense. Interesting. Yeah. 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 He's definitely expressive. With yeah. Him, no. But, very expressive. Um. Yeah. Nah. He's. He's got good fits. Yeah, Reese Nelson. Reese, good fits. They're still. similar. Yeah, they're I similar. Think, yeah, they're boys, I'm sure. Um, Arsenal, 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 got the, boys. Arsenal yeah. got the fashion yeah. fits sat down to a tee. Like Ben White's in there. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying. I'm not trying. Like it's um, Pulisic. Uh, I'm asking. I've really not seen him dress, but he bought the brand, so I have to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I mean. Respect and love because he got the piece. And said, You can't dress, but respect and love. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. I'm not. He says, Who is going trying Exactly. I've not really seen him dress to a full extent. Um, but yeah, of course, like, I made that piece and he bought it, so yeah. he knows what he's he, buying. He, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. Yeah. Someone that seems like they're into fashion, but I can't fully remember how they dress. Memphis Depay. Yes, mm. Memphis has got a good. Mm. I well, I fo- I followed him for that as well yeah. for the dress sense, but I think it's more. Um, he's more. I'm gonna wear the brand. So, me and you had a discussion one time when we spoke about the generic outfit that we said people yes. going out in. Yes. Yes. Um, the B twenty two boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you get yeah, what yeah, I mean. I feel awesome. like Memphis has like a speci- He he's the first to start like one of them yeah, trends. Yeah, yeah. You get mm. what I mean. So he's one of those kind of guys. Um, who else in football? Oh, whereas the ones that we've named, they're a bit more different. Out of the yeah. box. Yeah. You can tell now more footballers are ten, trying to dress. I'm not, not trying to, but be out of the box. Like yeah, yeah. Saying, I'd say mm-hmm. so. With the whole different. Leroy Sane's got a good style. Who are Leroy Sane? Yeah. I've, I've seen, seen a few. I've seen a few fits with him. Mm. Mm. Um, who else is there football wise? Like Serge Nabry, I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Nabry as well. Yeah. Mm. Usman Dembele. Okay, I think he's. Yeah. He's here and there. Mm-hmm. David Alaba. Yeah, clean. He's yes. clean. clean. And obviously Jules Quinn now has got. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. That's who I was thinking when you mentioned Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. Barca always post him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always post him in yeah. all the fashion magazines mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like, getting into him. And yeah, yeah. Like Kunde, that, so. he's leading the charge for mm-hmm. for Spain in general. Yeah, hundred like, percent. A lot of like the French, European, yeah. To be fair, even thinking because obviously when France gone international duty, theirs is 
when they get to Clairefontaine, like mm-hmm. their training base, mm-hmm. everyone, it's, everyone, their, everyone it's their form of league fits. Exactly. Yes. You know I mean? form, yes. yeah. Also, the Dutch players. Dutch yeah. players, yes. Yeah. Whereas England St. George's, tracking your yeah. <laughs> or Nike. <Nactic. Yeah. laughs> you didn't get it's your tracking. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But that's what I'm saying here. It's like, why are we doing that? It's just, it's, I think it's a UK thing. It's you know? a UK no, thing. It We're miserable. It's a, very, it's a very miserable thing. We are miserable. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it. We are, we are a miserable country. Or, or it's like, they want to stick to somewhat the standard that they've set whether it's the right or wrong standard do you know what i mean mm. like stick to traditional ways that yeah like right go with the times right? yeah if these men want to come in how they feel comfortable yeah exactly <laughs> it's like I don't but know. you know they get slated for it though yes oh yeah 100 yeah. yeah and to be fair our kind get slated a lot oh, yeah 100 yeah. percent. So. definitely not but yeah. hey as long as the brothers embrace it and they don't mm-hmm. take on what it's like sean dash made a weird comment weirdish comment on the weekend when Lewis Dobbin came on for Everton and scored against Chelsea. Mm. He was like, oh, he really appreciate the fact that Dobbin went and like kind of celebrated with the fans, but he done knee slide and he, he said all his teammates appreciated that gone round to him rather than doing one of these silly dances and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, like, what you're you so trying archaic, to... bro. Yeah. Like, what you trying to if get man at? wants to dance to... <laughs> Express himself yeah. that, that like to it celebrate his goal. And we know what's a celebration with Vinicius as well. Bro, yeah. A and celebration means nothing. It's how they want to celebrate. Yeah. What you want man to go like that? Yeah. <laughs> F-ball, or just like, <laughs> down and get back to that field. Like, bro, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's if as you said, it's weird for it's different for black people, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and it's always it's always going to be. But I feel like we're trying to make a change. Yeah. And I think we're we're a movement. Mm-hmm. We are a movement, and people want to follow us now. So. I've, I've said it on episodes ago, like the black players here as well, especially the ones that have a good name, like club name, good club stature, etc. Like if you want to speak on something or be not not be expressive, but stand on your shit, bro, do that. Like mm-hmm. you're in a position of power to an extent. If you're not harming anyone mm-hmm. in any particular way, right. bro, like so. The thing is, one time they're not not harming but just receiving backlash for doing something different but this is what we say we love about the american athletes yeah they don't care they don't care interviews they don't care no No. nothing they they do not care and you'll see them they will blatantly just talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) you guys aren't afraid to say whatever's on your mind because if the backlash comes okay what are you gonna what are you actually saying to Mm -hmm. me i don't know if you saw if you know jamal adams and the he was at no. he's at the Seahawks now, but he was at the Jets. Yes, um, he's got good fashion sense as well. By the week way, or the week before when they played the Cowboys, a reporter or journalist of some sort um, just posted a clip when I, I don't know if it was CD Lamb that smoked him or one of the Cowboys players, mm. and the reporter like quote tweeted saying "yikes" or something like that, and Jamal Adams like posted man's wife and said yikes obviously and he crossed the line didn't it yeah doing that and he said straight yeah i crossed the line but i got the quote on my phone or something i'll find it but then like i think michael Irvin was speaking about on undisputed that like he knows jamal's dad spoke mm-hmm. to his dad about it, everything and they were saying like this report has continuously made like little digs at his career of, right since he was right, at the right, jets right. So, so i was like Oh yeah, you can hold a bit of free smoke. Obviously, mm, don't mm, go for man's family. That's you get crazy. Me? It's nuts. But <laughs> you just <laughs> look. But I'm just saying. Imagine a footballer here. It's over. Like <laughs> just done something along those lines, it and they ought so to long. like, bro. It's nuts. Yeah, no, we, we 
the authority is, is That's different. It. He said, when others go low, I'll go lower. <laughs> it's, no, but you know what? Sometimes in life, you think you've got to do it. I think in life, you've got to do it to Sometimes, know yeah. that then you're not messing around with them anymore. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. that brother that said what he said, the yikes, yeah. he's not going to say yikes again because yeah. he doesn't know what's coming back. Uh, so. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, All right, cool. Before like we wrap up, um, what would you say is, obviously... It's between you and Mohammed, but what would you say is like the goal for, or one of the targets for the upcoming new year, um, for the clothing brand, Joshua Mohammed that you're both wearing, mm-hmm. both sporting. <laughs> they left me out. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> but yeah, um, what would you say is like the that kind of target for you guys? Yeah, definitely reaching global, like dominance mm-hmm. just global dominance. you know i like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm. exactly no, no that's true that's, that's honestly the overall like overall goal for us for sure mm-hmm. and we value unity like we said so if we're able to to work in more areas where we've already been that's for sure going to be you know on the agenda mm-hmm. and just growing the brand in different areas and getting into stores for sure yeah. you know moving into wholesale and things like that so uh, yeah, that's definitely on the horizon for 2024. And your football career? Sign at a at a very good club and, mm-hmm. you know, get as many games as I can mm-hmm. and stay consistent for mm-hmm. sure and just keep moving up, truthfully. So it's, it's going to be like my third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. Definitely just sign at a club, play full-time, play the whole season, stay healthy, God yeah. willing, and just, you know, do my Ain't best I can. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you might know already, but what... English team do you follow or like when you were younger? What's the English I'm team? I'm a big Arsenal fan. Oh, a big, big Arsenal fan. <laughs> there we go. Yes, I got, I got another one. I got <laughs> one with me. Now I'm out of numbers. Yeah, I got one <laughs> no, with that me. Was, that's definitely my childhood club for sure, and I still like keep up with them. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's go a few quick fire then. Favorite player growing up? My favorite player growing up, at first, interesting, Volatelli. Oh, <laughs> okay. Volatelli. Okay. And then it was Neymar, mm-hmm. Neymar Santos days, Neymar early Barcelona days, mm-hmm. Neymar before controversy days. Okay. So now, so now, <laughs> now I don't necessarily have a favorite player. Yeah. It's just that like my last favorite player was probably Neymar. I just think a lot. I think a lot of things were kind of eh, at a certain stage, mm-hmm. and um, at that point I just started appreciating football. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, like I wasn't really hooked on one player. I wasn't really, you know, eyes, all eyes on one player. It's just like, okay, like Arsenal's my favorite team at the moment. Yeah. I'm watching soccer here. I'm watching Serie A. I'm watching La Liga. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people where I'm from wasn't, weren't always watching like those kind of leagues. Yeah. And keeping up with that. And, you know, I was always watching like those highlights and things like that and trying to understand the difference in, in the game yeah. in different countries. Yeah, so you just can see, like the style of plays and yeah. the pace of the game in different leagues. Mm-hmm. Like, so when we were, young, well, maybe just before you were born, when I was like three, four, maybe five, they used to show Italian. No, I was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on Channel Four, Channel Five. Yeah. Religiously, mm-hmm. so obviously that was the top league in the world at the time. Then mm-hmm. in the mid nineties, I'd say mid late nineties, hundred percent. That's what like we used to. They were the Premier League before the Premier yeah. League. Because mm, yeah. especially with the financial aspect, mm-hmm. but it's just the Premier League 
monetized it much better yeah. than them in Spain. And now, okay. obviously, that's where the controversy comes in, saying mm. Premier League are taking over, etc. blah, blah, blah. Because you got teams, no disrespect, but like Bournemouth are competing with like Milan yeah. or yeah. Roma for players yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So it shouldn't be that way, but yeah, it, yeah. it is. It is. So, yeah. yeah. Um, another quick Yes. Uh, your favourite fashion brand outside of Joshua Mohammed. Nah. Good yeah. one, great one. Go think about that. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I knew one. you were gonna try and say his brand. So yeah, no. Day in day out, you will see me in this. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got me. Um, you know, I've been real into Rick Owens recently. Mm. I haven't acquired any pieces yet, but I've been real into the cuts and overall like brand aesthetic mm-hmm. um you're a man so, about the details aren't you yeah 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 mm-hmm. i am so i think uh i've definitely like really delved into that rick owens recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as far as pieces that i own i can't lie to you 90 something percent of my wardrobe is my own brand, oh, well no so, i can imagine yeah that. i don't really <laughs> yeah i understand that yeah. if you're not wearing your own brand then exactly. you're doing something wrong something wrong or just i don't know but yeah. If, like, say when <laughs> this is a bit of a silly question, but when you and Mohammed are on like calls, like, mm-hmm. um, say teams calls or whatever, um, and if you're to see someone wearing someone else's brand, would you highlight it to them? Or <laughs> if, like, what if, if it's I, not a Joshua Mohammed yeah. brand? So if he's wearing like, if he's wearing Gucci, if he's wearing Gucci and we're both in a in a call with he, someone else no you're both in the call with each other but he's uh-huh. wearing Gucci and you're sitting there looking at him like why are you wearing Gucci I think we'll definitely make a joke and be like ah oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but obviously yeah. if it's like a call with someone else then never we would never oh, okay, that. yeah. No. always be in your brand yeah we always wear our brand <laughs> you'll be like this on camera <laughs> yeah it's on camera yeah, but by it's not the way. discussion anymore it's <laughs> like mm. standard yeah no, that's good we've gotten to a point where we've got a good range of different styles, mm-hmm. not just like the normal t-shirts and hoodies we've gotten, you know, like we, we were making proper pieces, which is all, all been really good and really mm-hmm. blessed. So yeah, we are always in the pieces. It's essentially standard. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Well, should I ask one more? Go on, I don't know if I got one more. <laughs> got one more. Uh, I, don't know. I would ask favorite song right now because we always do a song of the mm. week segment Ooh, on the yeah. podcast. So favorite song right now? If you yeah. don't mind, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, feel free. Cause we always do like a song of the week. Um, yeah. So by by default, that's made me recently not play the same song twice. <laughs> I mean, two weeks running or something like that. Um, Gotta change it up. Yeah. I think it's regardless by Naomi Sharon. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely been listening to a lot of her music recently. Mm, so. Something different. Do you know the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're was... well, more, much more versed on. Yeah, music. everyone knows I love music. My music mm. like, so. Mm. Naomi Sharon, did yeah. you say? Okay. I'm have to add that to the playlist. Yeah, yeah. very soft song. But Don't like worry, they, they're just doing the playlist. We're adding that mm-hmm. one. So That's me. Yeah, finally, Christmas plans. What are you doing? I will be at home with the family, enjoying. My sister is back home now, which has been really good. She's been in California for the last, I don't know, seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah, Big up, sis. She helped me one time with... Yeah. My, my Christmas presents. She's, oh, yeah. yeah, she's, she's a real, <laughs> real good, blessed person. So I'll be at home with her, my brothers around as well, and mm-hmm. always my parents. So that's Lovely. me. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. All right, bro. Very much appreciate this. For sure. um, this has been fantastic. Very much different for me in particular. Um, and just having the opportunity to meet you. 
speak to you about your brand mm-hmm. and just your dynamic way of life in terms of football and fashion. Mm-hmm. Like you're one of the few that's actually get you know for you hear of footballers that are into fashion, but you've already you've dropped yeah. the hammer time ago and you're mm-hmm. like, boom, this is what I'm doing and mm-hmm. moving on. As well as still wanting to have a football career as well. And like I just really appreciate like your vision everything that you've explained to us it's just got my mind going over time i'm thinking shit like you're what a couple years much i won't say much younger than me i don't want to reveal my age but, um, <laughs> like, like your maturity everything um i just will continue like you said to us in terms of all the advice that you've given to other people in terms of keep going you yourself you keep going by default Jacob's been saying your name like your brand to me for even way before we started yeah, this podcast. <laughs> Literally he over knows. a year. Yeah, like, I'm like, where are you right now? Joshua Mohammed. Yeah, Same thing I was he's been locked in. He's definitely yeah. like one of the first in the country when I came mm-hmm. to properly lock in. So, bro, if so, I like something yeah. and it's quality and it and it works, bro, it's, um, and it's black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's yeah. black and it's color. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, no, definitely. I love it. So yeah, you like you've just been inspirational for us. Definitely. Keep going, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try and follow your mantra. You Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. honestly, real, real glad to have come on, mm-hmm. speak to you guys, talk to, you know, about lots of good topics. Mm. Get I to know each other. So, I can't, I can't say anything else more than what Joe said. Obviously, my brother. I'm glad yes. and happy to <laughs> see <laughs> you back in London. Happy yes. to even just oh, get yes. this done, man. And yeah, now as Joe said, man, keep it going because, mm-hmm. as I said, as he said you're an inspiration to us and. All we can do is find inspiration from the people around us. and Yeah, no, for sure. That's it. Appreciate it. For sure. 100%. And best of luck to you guys as well. Thank Cheers, my brother. Sure. Thank you. Don't worry. We'll bring for a different lens to Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, obviously, tell a friend to tell a friend. Dej not here to finish that off. <laughs> but like Jacob likes to say. Like and subscribe. You get me. So, Joe signing out. Jacob signing out. Joshua signing out. Jeez. Cheers. Take care, Peace. Thank you for listening.